people, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Man, I got a real good question. First, it was an inspiration from, of course, Trent Shelton. I listen to his podcast on a routine basis because I just love what he says. Him and Eric Thomas are my absolute favorites at the moment. And I just don't see that changing anytime soon. Although Pat Flynn has a lot of actionable step types of podcasts. And I could get a lot done like in terms of my YouTube websites and everything. But again, I was listening to him. He's like, well, I started everything on my phone. And I thought about it. And a lot of you probably don't know. But back in 2015, you know, I had, I was working with a guy by the name of Eddie. And you guys will be able to find that podcast uh, on Google very, very easily. And me and him, we were just going back and forth and just laughing our asses off, you know. And, of course, he is doing well now with a number of different careers. I'm so happy for him. But he said, Arsenio, you need to start a podcast. I didn't even know what it was. But he just said, it's this, it's this. And he, he let me listen to this one guy, right? Some boring fucking Englishman. Or it must have been America. I can't really remember. But he was like, he was speaking into the microphone on his phone. And I was like, dude, that's really boring. He's like, yeah, that's really boring. But he has a lot of hits. I guess that's what they would call it five years ago, right? They would call it hits. And I'm like, fuck, man. If he could do it, I could certainly do it. Right? I mean, if he can create a podcast and get a lot of hits, I should be able to do that too. Because I got something to talk about. People live possibly and probably vicariously through me. Because a lot of people out there scattered across America, they don't know so much about, uh, you know, the fact that I, you know, about Thailand or my experiences or things I've been through and the things that I've transformed myself into and the speaking capabilities I've developed over the course of four years. I didn't know what exactly I was getting into, but at the beginning of 2016 was the inception. That was the inception of my podcast. And when I first made my podcast I had no idea what I was doing but I was on my phone I was absolutely on my phone because I didn't have a Mac uh, MacBook at the beginning of 2016 that didn't come until probably about July August or September later on uh and so I would record right through my phone and oh my god again going back and I went back and listened to some of those podcasts probably earlier this year and I'm like oh Arcidia you didn't pack any punch it just sounded like you were just strolling the fuck through in your goddamn day and I didn't have any plays or anything. And of course, you guys already know that. But where it came from, my inspiration, I wanted to document my journey. Now, I didn't know. Again, I was just going to start talking about personal development. I didn't know if that was a thing. I didn't know Lewis Hose. I don't think Gary Vee was popular at that time. Um, so uh, I guess whoever else was there in 2016 or probably before that, I didn't know who these guys were. I only know, of course, or only knew Bob Proctor, Les Brown. I think I found out about Vishen Lakiani later on, uh, probably four months after I began my personal development podcast in January of 2016. So again, I wasn't really speaking about a lot of things, but it was just inspiration that I would get on a routine basis, such as what I'm doing right now with the Passion Podcast. But it was out of a place of getting back to people. I remember when I first um, launched my podcast and it was on Apple Podcasts. I was like, oh, this is going to be a great way to get back at Thai women. That was my goal. My goal was to get back and say, yeah, look at me now, bitches. Because, again, 
I was doing it from a place of resent, from a place of pain. To to somehow say, yeah, I have a podcast that therefore you should accept me as a as an individual, but I didn't accept myself. And remember, I went through those different stages, especially going back to the year prior in 2015 with buying an array of different clothing. And yeah, I did find I found another clothing shop, and now it's so funny because when I put on my shirts right now, they are completely fucked. Um, and I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna buy shirts because. Now, I'm not buying it for anyone else. I'm literally buying it for myself. And it's because the transformation program I did with Mira. Because now, I would always say, who am I buying this for? Someone else? Are you buying it for you? No. Who am I buying it for? Someone else. You know, people to accept me. I'm I'm like, nope, fuck that. I'm never going to buy anything else. Three years on. But now, if I buy it, who are you buying it for? Me. That's it. Because I've accepted me. So in 2016... First was talking about Napoleon Hill. I had muted uh, a guy by the name of Stephen Tankersley. <sighs> I muted him on Twitter, but I was talking to him very sparingly throughout, you know, the years and whatnot. I only had another friend by the name of Sawani, and I just linked up with one of my friends in Bali. Met her. Unfortunately, um, we did not meet while I was out there in Bali, but she was, you know, a person, whereas I was going to give up on my podcast about eight months in. Because, again, if you go back to 2016 and look at all those podcasts, you can find them all on, again, if you scroll all the way down on any uh, platform or, of course, YouTube, it's on there. But a lot of it was about racism. I wouldn't say a lot of it, but a hell of a lot more than today. You don't see me post anything this year alone. I have not posted anything in my title about racism. Or if I have, it's not directed towards me, but what I've overcome in a positive reinforcing way. But back in 2016, nobody wants to hear that, right? I remember I was listening, you know, I had a friend by the name of Nelson and he would say, you know what? I like listening to things that, you know, because I I have short time and so I would like to listen to things that are empowering and stuff like that. So every day after I finished my podcast, I would send it to my friends, send it to my friends, send it to my students. And my students, of course, they didn't even know what the fuck I was talking about because their English levels are pretty jacked up anyways. I didn't have an English podcast back then. I just had this podcast. But I just started finding myself. And what ended up happening, you guys already know the story about the Passion Project, but every book that I covered, the Napoleon Hill Law of Success, Jack Canfield followed shortly after his success uh, success principles. I got the Lisa Nichols Abundance Now. You know, I tried messing with the bullshit-ass Tony Robbins books, but they were just a bunch of bullshit. Uh, And then I went into, you know, Dale Carnegie, How to Stop Worrying, How to Start Winning, uh, How to Win and Influence People. That was from 17 to 18. And then in 18, I started, you know, I came up on, well, Stephen Covey came at about 16, 17 too. But then The Speed of Trust came in 18 because I remember – uh, I found this book probably a week or two weeks before I had did a podcast or I had done a podcast with uh, the guy Mustafa from Guinea. And so each and every book was a minor transformation within me, but I would still had those limited beliefs. But the reason behind doing the podcast, again, I'll reiterate, was to get back at people who do not who did not accept me. 
Now it's funny, a lot of people, 2020, a lot of different people have podcasts and a lot, there are lots of individuals out there that say, oh, but I don't know which ones to listen to because of that, because of this. Well, it just all depends what market you're into. You don't want to go, yeah, and listen, I don't listen to Gary V anymore, so I'm going to help you guys right now. I'm going to help you guys because if you're listening to my podcast, if you're trying to build your website, if you're trying to do this, you're trying to do that, Pat Flynn knows so much about that. Me, it's a lot about personal development because obviously developing is far more important than anything else. You could get a whole bunch of money, kind of like Valuetainment. Valuetainment speaks nothing about personal development. It's just about like world issues and money and entrepreneurship. But there's nothing behind personal development, and this is why there are so many trolls on there, especially with Gary Vee. Gary Vee knows nothing about personal development. He just says, you're only good as your last at bat. Stop fucking crying because no one knows you shit, this and that. And it's coming from a middle class mindset. And so not many people in the world could say, oh, well, I really like what he's saying. Well, yeah, okay, anyone could say, hey, stop bullshitting. You know, you're only good as your last at bat. Stop crying and complaining about. But yeah, yeah, parents say that to their kids all the time. So again, I used to watch Gary Vee from 2017 to 2018 because he was a very positive figure in my head at that time when I was trying to overcome. But by the time 2019 rolls around, it's the same thing. It's the same content. Maybe it's said different ways, but I don't listen to that anymore. It doesn't build me. Now, Eric Thomas, he builds me. Trent Shelton gives me ridiculous amounts of idea. Pat Flynn is fucking brilliant. So... When I first started my podcast, I just said, you know what? The basis of humanity all revolves around development, and that's what I'm going to talk about. But I'm going to document my journey along this way and just talk about lessons that I can refer back to my life and try to give them, you know, uh, different actionable items. So whatever you're passionate about, whatever you're passionate about, I don't give a damn if it's marketing. I don't give a damn if it's makeup. Makeup, although you do need video for that. That's what you speak about. See, these people who are waiting for sports, fuck me. They could have created their sports podcast a very long time ago already, but they haven't. That's what I just don't understand about a lot of people because they're over here waiting for someone else to start up their life, but they don't want to jumpstart their own. See, if I was a sport, and you know what? If I was back in 2009 and I would have created a podcast, I would have created some kind of radio show about sports. Because, of course, I was passionate about, like, Pittsburgh Steelers football, uh, UNLV basketball. Uh, not so much about the NBA, but I would talk about things. But, again, understand who you're catering to, your audience. Because if you talk about Pittsburgh Steelers football, only Pittsburgh Steelers fans are going to come on there. Right? Now, whatever it is, a Real Madrid podcast. You know, Arsenal ended up making a very, very popular video where you have, like, 15 different people make videos and podcasts and stuff, so they're like, oh, I like this figure because he's my favorite and this and that. That is fucking brilliant if that's what you want to talk about and revolve your life around. And yes, it is profitable at the same time, but again, there, there, there's just so much opportunity to just get done. Like, if you know a lot about marketing, you should be like, I remember this girl by Joanne. I think that was her name. I met her sometime last year. I met a number of different people last year. Uh, but again, I no longer speak to them because again, I think they were just, I don't know, maybe, you know, tick me off some way or, you know, you know, develop an idea or whatnot. That's probably what they came into my life for. But other people, you know, I just had to like, I had to take a step back and say, okay, 
this person came into my life for this. Okay, Joanne knew a lot about marketing. She used to post a lot of interesting things. And I'm like, dude, this is really good stuff. And then after, it's so funny because when she first met me, she's like, oh, I listen to your ESL podcast and this and that. We would message each other all the time. She was so cool. She was so cool. It was so, she was so cool to the point where I was like, damn, well, she's listening and messaging me a lot. I think she uh, likes me. But of course she was married and all that. But uh, after that, you know, she was gone. So I never see her anymore. And that's cool. That's perfectly fine. But again, she has probably one of the top Instagrams out there because she knows so much, an unbelievable amount of marketing. And what she does, she found a niche market. She found a skill set and she said, I'm going to help other people post their social media so they don't have to worry about it. So she targets small businesses and then they give her a cut, et cetera, et cetera. Copywriting. You know, a lot of people don't know about copywriting and how to get people to click on emails and whatnot. That's another thing that you could hide. That's another skill set. You could talk about copywriting, but again, it has to be more broad because then you're only going to get copywriters on there or people who are aspiring copywriters. It has to be more broad. And again, stay away from fad markets. Bitcoin was a fad market. Two years ago, people were going crazy on Bitcoin. I still remember it was like March, April, May, June, July. That got that was just going bizarre. And then all of a sudden, Bitcoin lost its lost all of its money. Well, like probably about 70% of it. And then that was it. It's quiet now. No one talks about that bullshit anymore. And so you got to be careful with that. And again, going into markets with people with money, PWM. See, because I teach TOEFL, because I teach all these different layers of English, I get people from Lebanon and you know, Indonesia, just all different types of countries, all different countries around the world that inquire about me. I don't know what their financial standpoint is. I don't know where they're at, but it doesn't really matter because, again, there's a lot of free material out there, and I post a lot of free material to build up my brand equity even more. But at the same time, I kind of just, you know, I'm in a market with people with money. I'm not going to say I'm lucky. It's just a market that I entered. But if I didn't start up that ESL podcast after developing the idea, after started this specific podcast, what kind of money am I going to get? I mean, I could continue trying to bring people on here so they could share my stuff. Let me give you an example. I brought on Carla and I brought on Mira. And Carla, love her to death. Mira, love her to death. Mira doesn't share so much stuff, which is perfectly fine. Um, But Carla... Like, if I bring her on, she doesn't share on her, like, on her page, which really sucks because she has a hell of a following base. But I can't ask people. See, that's me doing a podcast with expectations. See, I do it without. It doesn't matter. The only person that did amazingly great was Adriana. And, again, Isabel, she was one of those people who retweeted some of my stuff. Um, Mercy, she did an amazing job and retweeted some of my stuff. And Adriana, she retweeted a video that I made about her. And that had a 1,000 views with about almost 75 comments, all positive. And they were like, I heard the podcast, and there was a big splurge. And guess what? Out here in Sydney, Australia, big shout out to you guys, man. Sydney and Melbourne and different parts of Sydney. I didn't even know they existed because there's just so much land out there. But you guys, I don't know how you started listening to me, but maybe someone grabbed my link and posted it on their Facebook page. That's how a girl by the name of Ashley got in contact with me. 
back in 2016 and she's like hey thank you so much for adding me i heard uh, i heard about you through this guy's page do you know him i'm like i don't know him but that's fucking awesome he literally took my podcast and he shared it as a positive way a positive outlet to whoever it was there see that's that's it right there that's how you build so again <sighs> people with money market if you just do a podcast and you just talk about motivating stuff, like if I just did motivational mentors, I mean, there's only so much that we could do. We bring other people on and those other people might get in contact, but it's it's a it's a problem because I'm not really sharing my message. So we're interviewing other people for other people who are listening to us to go to those other people, but no one's really interested in us. Does that make sense? So that's why I don't really do doubles anymore. You know, if someone comes to me and says, hey, I would like to be on your podcast, okay. Um, another person would be Yvette Rose. Yvette Rose, again, um, did a failed meditation. I actually exit the room. I felt so bad uh, with her. Um, and she had a huge following, but I didn't see a lot of people commenting on her following. They just, like, would view her. And so she set up a meditation little thing, and I signed up for it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to be in this Zoom class, and here I am. There's a bunch of people from Greece, countries, oh my God, I have no idea, but their names were so interesting. But they were all coaches, and I'm like, oh man, I feel out of place, you know? But she's one of those people who didn't share the podcast, but do I have expectation? No, because what she did, and by the good graces of her heart, she sent me all copies of her books from America, and I got them, and I write in one of them. You know, as a way of uh, daily affirmation, it's just amazing. And I'm grateful for that. And I will always be grateful for that. You know, uh, again, me leaving the room, that could have been a big slap in her face, whatnot. But again, you guys understand, like, I brought these different people on my podcast and they show me different lights. The one that I brought onto my podcast, who was the unbelievable, obviously, I told you guys about David Morrill, but Mira. Because Mira and I, you know, I brought her on last year, my ESL podcast. But after that, you know, we started developing a relationship after she went live on, uh, what is it, Grow Together, which is one of Luke's things. And we started talking. And then she, I went through a transformation program. And now look at my life. You see how that works? So again, how I started podcasting and what has come into my life since then. I could only I could only imagine if I didn't start podcasting, where would I be right now? We could go down that road, but I'm not. But who knows? I would probably still be in that area doing the same things and the same everything. Podcasting opened a lot of doors for me. It helped me develop my speaking. Honestly, if it wasn't for podcasting, who knows if I'd be coaching at big banks and big manufacturing companies and privately owned Japanese companies and, you know, speaking at the Bangkok International Digital Content Festival. None of that would have happened if I didn't develop my voice. I had to develop my voice. That took two years for all of that to come into fruition. Things aren't going to be now. You're not going to get thousands of plays now, but just understand that you're going to become a hell of a speaker. No, it's not going to happen overnight. You're going to develop ways, but it all just compounds. So, in saying that, guys, the podcasting, the fad markets, people with money markets, these are all things to consider if you're going to be making a podcast. I remember I was doing a series at the end of last year, 
uh, in terms of developing a podcast, but maybe that should just be a course on Udemy or something like that. That would probably be much, much better, and that could be a paid course too. Oh, I just gave myself an idea. But in terms of that, guys, man, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, so, so much for – um. What is it for tuning into this podcast? And guys, you already know we got a hell of a lot more to talk about. So stay tuned. Over and out.